the whole point of success is to enjoy the journey and appreciate the journey, have patience and perseverance for what comes next and recognize Jason, like you just said, is that this is where the real magic lies. Relationships, intimacy, connection like this. If you can focus your beacon on that and build that out, success itself from a monetary standpoint, a notoriety standpoint, business growth, et cetera, is a byproduct that naturally starts to evolve alongside who you are. Welcome to Wise Words and Whiskey. I'm your host, Wiley McGraw. Join me with other great guests as we sip good whiskey and talk about all things high performance. So kick back, pour yourself a nice dram, and settle in for some low-key conversations on high-performance living. Let's jump in. Jason Sircone, I'm stoked to have you here, brother. And for everybody that's hanging out with us today, uh, I want to introduce a great guy to you first and foremost. His name is Jason Sircone. He is uh, an unbelievable man, but an entrepreneur and a podcast expert who focuses on brand awareness and brand evolution. Evolution of brand is his thing around busy entrepreneurs, business professionals, et cetera, to utilize the uh, medium of a podcasting to create credibility, brand awareness, and recognition for what it is they're out in the world. He believes, and I, I agree with him, that podcasting is the most credible networking medium that we have available to us out in the world today when it comes to business. So I think it's awesome that he does this, but he's got an unbelievable story, uh, a, a crazy background, an entrepreneurial spirit at heart. And I brought him on today to discuss the sudden firing from a corporate job and the mindset shift that it took for him to jump into his entrepreneurial business model of focusing on podcasting and building out brand awareness as an architect, a marketer, et cetera, for other professionals as well. That's going to be, a, I think, a great conversation starter to unpack with you, brother. But first, I think it's time for all of us to kick back and relax. If you're hanging out with us, pour yourself a nice dram of whiskey. Jason and I are going to be sharing in the Glendronach 12. It's this original, unbelievably sweet single malt. There we yes, go. Sir. Let's pour ourselves a nice little dram as well while everybody else gets ready to join us. All right. Well, if I'm going to tell right. that story, it's good we got some whiskey to accompany it. Yeah. It'll make it's going to make it even better. It's good because I feel like you have such you have unbelievable patience and perseverance is a big thing for you, and that's one of the things yeah. I, I I find most entrepreneurs, most business owners, people in general don't really build for themselves as a skill set to succeed in life. They don't. They don't value them enough. They just want to get to somewhere else and don't appreciate those moments. So, uh, yeah, you're right. We're gonna. First and foremost, brother, slancha, as we say. Yes, sir. Health. Good to see you. Cheers. Now, you're a bourbon guy. Ooh. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. So I wanted to shake it up a little bit with some uh, scotch whiskey today with you. What do you think about this one, drinking that neat? What is your experience with this? You may have converted me. Is that right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I... I knew this was going to be pretty solid because when you recommended this, I, I'm like, Wiley is not going to pick a garbage for us. This isn't going to be bottom shelf scotch right. that we're going to be sipping on. No, right. it's got a very, very smooth. I'm, I'm digging this aftertaste. It's like you said, it's got some sweetness to it. Yeah, the which, sherry sweetness. Yeah. You, yeah. Did you notice how on the back of the palate, when you allow it to linger for a moment, you get more of that nuttiness oak and you get a really nice, mm -hmm. almost like raisin, a light raisin finish. It's, it's really... Yeah. It's delicious. It's creamy and sweet. It's got those autumn fruits. 
So if you're listening to this and you're enjoying your own and you want to give it a shot, highly recommend this one because it's just, again, it's very smooth. And I wanted to make sure I got Jason's take on it as well. Yeah, definitely good. And it's funny, my brother-in-law, his neighbor is huge into scotch. And my brother-in-law is like me. He's big into bourbon. So mm-hmm. this his neighbor has been introducing him to all this different scotch. And he had told me, he's like, you've got to start getting, you got to come over more. You got to come over more. I'll bring you over and we'll start getting it because he, he was complimenting yeah. all of it as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I go ahead. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I just, it, it's just never been one of those things that I, I really got into. But as I've gotten older, I've started to appreciate whiskey for a lot more than just let's get messed up. And yeah. when you can start to actually enjoy it for the flavors and just sit back and sip it and relax and have a great conversation like we're about to. It's yeah. one of the finer things in life, my friend. I'm glad we're getting to do this. It is. And I appreciate you brought that up. And I want the audience to really take a moment to consider what Jason just said. Talked about the appreciation for these finer spirits as not a way to get messed up, but a way to enjoy experiences, right? That's exactly. It's sipping these fine whiskeys, bourbons, Irish whiskeys, tequilas. It doesn't matter what your poison is, is recognizing the reason, the reason why I even wanted to do this, this podcast in the beginning was because I also wanted to introduce people to a finer way to enjoy spirits versus it just being a a point of getting hammered because there's a way in which you can really find that balance and, and having great conversation with friends. I'm not to say that you don't want to every once in a while go on party. That's your thing. Go for it. But here we are just to introduce people to a whole new world of appreciation for those Absolutely. finer things like scotches, bourbons, et cetera. And you know, last thought here, I had a client, uh, and when I went out to New Jersey with him, he's a big bourbon guy. And, uh, it, his biggest thing was wild Turkey reserve. And that's all he loved to drink. And he's like, I know you're a scotch guy, but you got to sip this with me. So I had a little bit of that bourbon. So I understand why you love bourbons because bourbons, it's, it's a good whiskey as well. It's very mm-hmm. good whiskey, but these are, these are single malts. These are all like the nice malted barleys, not the different types of grains. But anyway, I digress. You're here. I want to jump into something that's significant, and I think it's going to be great for people to listen to and hear all the different wise words that I'm going to yank out of you around your entrepreneurial journey. Because, Jason, you you started off with that spirit already ignited inside you, but I think you mm-hmm. found yourself in different types of almost corporate style jobs or different like contain uh, type atmospheres that didn't allow that entrepreneurial spirit to really thrive, to really fire up and do things that you you knew you felt inside that were meant for you to go do, but you just couldn't put your yeah. finger on it yet, which is why you went through this whole brand evolution, if you will, for your mm-hmm. life. But you got That's to right. a point where you were working at, at as a hair restoration manager for a corporate company, and mm-hmm. it was a sudden firing or laying you off that startled you alive, and it took you in a completely different direction. I, you know, and I see it as it unleashed you into your the, the right place you were meant to be, which is where you're at now. And I want to unpack with you right now. What was that mindfuck, that awakening that you, you experienced in your mindset, in your attitude, your focus, that pushed you into the world of podcasting? That's a huge jump to j- go from there in this corporate job into <clears throat> architect for brand awareness, credibility, authenticity, people getting their message out through this medium. I w- let's unpack that. Let's start there, brother, because I'm sure there's going to be yeah. so many different wise words you've got to say. It's funny how timing comes into play. And the reason why that was so shocking to me when I lost that job was because I had been excelling. My office had been producing great numbers and I was brought in 
with the they were they were not they didn't hide anything. They told me there's a lot to fix here. So we're I appreciated that, and I always love a good challenge. If they hadn't told me about that, I might have looked at the job a little bit differently when I came in. But when I was accepted, or when I accepted the position that they offered me, I knew what my challenge was, and I did my damnedest to make everything the way it was supposed to be. And that wasn't easy, but it took time and patience. As you mentioned earlier, this is something that I've always considered a trait that I, I, I use in everything that I do. And when it was, we, we had gotten to a good point and I was a few years into this career, I was getting that recognition. I was on some national sales calls, laying out the plan that I put in place for my office. So other branches across the country could utilize the same blueprint. I had just, interviewed for a regional management position, knowing that I wasn't going to get it. I remember saying to one of my employees when they asked me, are you ready for your interview? I said, I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be, but it's, I'm doing this more as an audition. I know I'm not going to get the job. They're like, well, why do you know that? And I was like, believe me, I know the two people that are also interviewing against me. They're handpicked. They're the chosen ones right now. And I have no problem with that, but I'm going to give them something to think about. And that's exactly what I did because they called me and said, listen, this is the direction we're going to go. And they picked the two people that I knew they were going to pick. But they said, we were very impressed with what you want to bring to the table. So we're going to start giving you more responsibility. And at that point in time, I had already been working with new managers that they had just hired for their first week. They would send them to me to do some of the light HR work, but to ultimately just set the table for them for what to expect. Right. I was going to different cities and helping if a manager got fired or if they left the company just to make sure things were in place. So there'd be a smooth transition. And now I'm being told we're going to increase that. We're going to up this even more. A fucking month later, I'm on the unemployment line. Nothing made sense there. Right. And what I found out was I got thrown under the bus by one of my employees. And instead of them, Finding out my side, they just cut ties. And I just, I could not come to terms with that. It, it was so shocking. It was such a kick to the balls that I was just like, what world That's, am I in right now to where yeah. I've given everything and proven that I know what I'm doing and being told that I'm getting all this new responsibility to a month later being unemployed? Let's, that, that was rough. It's a, yeah, it is. I'm going to stop just to anchor something that you said right there. It, that was really a moment. I think you recognize it and you can continue on this, but you said timing and then yeah. you said shocking and you said unexpected, but you also had an intuitive recognition that something's not going to go the way that I would like it to go. There's a, I'm, I'm about to hit a wall. You didn't know what that wall was going to look like. You did not expect obviously the wall to be, you know, your employee throwing you under the bus and the company taking their side. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I I'm pulling out right now. Some of the wise thinking processes you had realizing that for everybody that's listening oftentimes these are those moments that we need to get kicked in the nuts so that we can wake up to what we're really meant to be doing out in the world we get caught yeah. up in the mundane nature of trying to succeed in some linear path which is part of your background as well as talking about there is no such thing as a linear path to to success there's no such thing as overnight you know you got to do the work you're gonna have to go through trials and tribulations you're clearly your entrepreneurial spirit was alive, but you were not actually actively in the environment that allowed it to be the best 
most optimized unleashed version it needed to be. And you needed to get kicked in the nuts by this corporate job to push you in a direction that you really were meant to go. So that is for me, I wanted to land on that, but continue please, because you're, you're spitting out some really good information right now about this. No, you, you couldn't be more right. And I had probably done more planning in regards to my exit than most people would. And I had, I had already started another, I guess, quote unquote, side hustle, as much as I hate that term, we'll call yeah. it that for conversation's sake. Right, right. And I was building it and starting to get some recognition. And I was mainly just doing it. It was in the craft beer world. It's funny. We're going to talk about this on a whiskey podcast, but it is what it is. That was my big passion at the time. I was big into the craft beer space, felt that there weren't enough voices out there to scream the the goods of all these great breweries. I mean, there sure. certainly are now, and sure. everybody's very familiar with this. But in 2013 and 14, it was still kind of desolate out there in yeah, regards to was. people giving advocacy to the great work these breweries were doing. So I started doing that, and things were starting to pick up. So in my mind, I said, okay, I've got some traction here. If I can make this my full-time gig and have it sustain me, I will give them ample notice to where I will help them find my replacement and do it with no pay. I want this is because at that point I felt so loyal that things were going so well that I wouldn't want to leave them hanging and just say two weeks from now, I'm out and you got to replace me. I wanted to have a smooth transition. I thought that was something that would stand out and they, they rewrote the story for me. And that is what it is. Mm -hmm. Reason I mentioned timing was because four days after that all happened was my very first podcast recording. Oh, interesting. I, that was already on the books. I mean, I knew me and my friend were yeah. starting a podcast and I was not expecting it to be doing it from a place of unemployment, but it also had nothing to do sure. with my full-time job. And the first podcast I did, it was terrible. We <laughs> did it from a noisy bar. It was beer themed. So I think we might've gotten a slight pass but overall, the production quality was garbage. We did no planning. We launched it out of spite. There was, and I can tell that story too if you want me to. It was just a lot of things that I would tell anybody that I'm talking to now. Don't do these things. And I'm right. telling you from my own experience, you can't build a foundation the way we tried. But we right. weren't even thinking that way. But it reignited this flame inside me because when I was in college, I had a radio show. I loved it. Wanted to pursue radio, but never really found the right path to do it after college. So it became just a distant memory. But when podcasting became more prevalent, whew, I fell in love again. Mm. And here we are eight years later. Here and we are. This is what I do. And I can't be, I couldn't be happier. The fact that you're excellent at it. I have to say that out loud. Thank I've you. listened to your shows. I know you produce and you, you host. Uh, I've listened to your evolution of brand. I think it's. It's real because your questions, even the way in which you engage your audience, is not the typical shiny, sleazy sales uh, approach to podcasting. There's so many of those out there. People get so burned out nowadays with it. They yeah. want to listen to shows that are like this, authentic conversation, pulling out some really cool information, wise words, without it being so hyped up. Exactly. And if you're listening and hanging out, drinking and, and relaxing with us, listen to Jason's show, Evolution of Brand, because he does bring realness to the table with his, his audience. But I won't. I'm backing up here because there's a, a part of your mindset, though, that it, it really shifted for you to even be willing to embrace sucking at that first podcast. Because most people, 
that even are now hanging out with us are going to say, well, I'm going to try to do it perfect the first time out of the gate. And you're, you're yeah. going, no, if you have a fire inside you, if you're passionate about something you want to experience, you're willing to embrace tripping over yourself to figure out those flaws, those, those fatal mistakes, et cetera, so that you can spearhead, as we say in the military, or be the canary in the coal mine to do that for others so that people can, in fact, start something really great without having to go through those growing pains, despite the fact there will be growing pains. You're kind of the architect that gives them that. And I, I care to really unpack further your actual mindset from being fired to going into that bar, to doing that beer stuff with that first podcast, and now why you're so alive with focusing on podcasting. There's something deeper about you that loves this element of communication. Yeah. What is that? Well, for me, when that firing took place, I came home, sat in the chair for a little bit, stared at the wall, just wondering what the fuck just happened yeah. to my world. Just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that was just such a... Again, it was just like, well, okay, well, what do I do now? And the only answer could come out was like, well, let's go down the street and have some beers. And I have a bar down the street that I walk to. So, like, because I'm like, I know I'm not going to be able to drive home. So, let's go right, just right. do this tonight. And I did. And it's fine. I mean, I was like, I don't have to work tomorrow. So, whatever. And I woke up the next morning and I just looked at myself in the mirror and I said, there's two options in front of you right now mm. dust up the resume, get it updated, put all this new information from this past job that you did excel in put it out there to potentially have all of this happen again, or you've got all of this year, this years of accumulated skill and talent. Start putting that into your own practice and stop calling it a side hustle. Make it the full-time gig and just friggin' run with it. And I chose the latter. The latter seemed more appealing to me in that moment. It's and, I haven't looked, and I haven't looked back because but for me, I, Oh, it absolutely scared me. Okay. Because, and there, there's no reason to, oh yeah, I was 100% confident it was all going to fall into place. Well, it's bullshit. We both know that's, that's never what happens. And like I said, my path isn't linear. If it was, you'd probably go, well, this guy's a liar. Let's just finish this whiskey and wrap this show up. No, not, not even. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, no that's how I see it. The, the, yeah. the, the linear path is non-existent. There, there's really... And no matter what you're doing, you're going to face some sort of obstacle along the way. And it's how you combat that obstacle that really defines what your success will become. Because so many people walk away far too soon. And passions See, like I have for podcasting may die just because they don't want to face that fear and try to beat it into the ground. I know that's something you. you're huge on. Yep. Is embracing the fear of these arduous challenges facing the unknowns. And that's mm -hmm. exactly why I brought you on to talk about that massive transition where, unfortunately, the only way in which we truly can evolve, right, that evolution aspect that you're so fond of, or change or grow, is when we are faced with those moments like you experienced with being suddenly fired despite the successes you created. And it's easy for people to fall down and go down the rabbit hole of blaming themselves, blaming things outside of them, and, and, and utilizing that as an excuse to lick their wounds longer than they should. It's nothing wrong with licking your wounds. How about you lick your wounds while you're still moving in a direction? Why don't you realize the timing of why the universe decided to kick you in the nuts right now or challenge you or push you or put you in this position to lose a job, maybe lose some money, uh, hire the wrong person, get stuck in a, a, a stupid you know job that you don't like. There's a reason why these experiences happen and what you you are sharing with the people that are listening and hanging out with us and I'm pulling more out of is truly 
the only way in which you'll actually feel and experience those successes you long for is being willing to embrace those moments that really scared the crap out of you, those yeah. unexpected situations you have no control over and not seeing them as a bad thing or a detriment to your life, but seeing them as fuel that propels you in a direction of where do I really want to go with my life right now? If you're willing to embrace that mindset, which is what you just shared, mm -hmm. success is yours in a very subjective manner, whatever you define that as. And for you, you're like, wow, I want to connect with people like Wiley. I want to sit down and have conversations. I want to podcast. I want to put out good information. I want yep. people to feel what I feel, what, what it's like to be turned on by things I do on a daily basis. When I look in the mirror, I'm satisfied with my decision. But I was also willing to embrace that fear, that suck that happened in those moments, that mindset that really allowed my intuition to come alive and go towards a direction I had no idea what the outcome was going to be, period. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you can experience the joys of success if you don't know how shitty it feels to be at the bottom and, and, and really be in that position of not knowing what's going to come next. Right. It makes it hard to appreciate it. And I know that I'm nowhere near the end and I don't I don't look at the destination. I'm looking at the journey and what the journey is giving me along the way. Right. And the, and the answer to that is a ton I get to meet so many incredible people in the work that I do and have phenomenal conversations. And whether that leads to new business, whether that just leads to the chance to sit down and have a glass of whiskey with a friend, it's awesome. And yes. you can't ask for much more than that. So if you're unwilling to accept and embrace that feeling of, well, this is really shitty. What am I going to do to bounce back and get to a better place? And while I'm doing it, what am I going to learn along the way? Then you're probably never going to truly break out of that funk. You're going to be right. stuck. And right. when you're stuck. And then, and then you're going to make, you know what? What ha happens is as you get older, you more codify this mindset that, well, it is what it is. And I'm just going to, to deal with or I'm going to cope with whatever this experience is. And you get people that are unfortunately stuck in these uh, unbelievably stressful situations and positions, which uh, part of my work is 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 unfucking leaders, people mm -hmm. of prominence and power to have an influence on the masses because they are the culprits to a, quite a many of the reasons why we don't have really good movement in our society. So it's the same thing where as they get older, they get stuck in these positions and they don't have the right environments that kick them in the nuts. They don't have the right challenges, the, the right facing the right fears. Um, they, they choose, pick and choose what they can control, their resources, et cetera. And this is where we lead into, talk about having whiskey. We lead into people misusing alcohol, drugs, yeah. sex, mm -hmm. uh, entertainment, escapism to cope with life rather than facing those truths and doing something about it so that you can experience, like you said, the joy of success that comes along with the journey instead of trying to get to a destination to then maybe turn around and buy your way out of the pain you're in or the, or the sacrifice you've unfortunately provided to the life journey that you're on unnecessarily. Yeah. And now you're miserable and you're unhappy. And despite the bank account might have a couple extra zeros behind it. It's like we're, we're, the whole point of success is to enjoy the journey and appreciate yeah. the journey, have patience and perseverance for what comes next and recognize Jason, like you just said, is that this is where the real magic lies. Relationships, intimacy, yes. connection like this. If you can focus your beacon on that and build that out, success itself from a monetary standpoint, a notoriety standpoint, business growth, et cetera, is a byproduct that naturally starts to evolve alongside who you are. I had a conversation not too long ago, brother, that 
I, I shared is if we focus on, I was on a podcast and he said, hey, how does my audience accelerate their business, Wiley? I said, well, they, they, they can't accelerate their business if they are living their life completely in, in the dark, stressed out, not focused on seeing the challenges they face as part of the journey and growth. And they're scared to death and they let the scare overcome, the fear overcome them. You want to accelerate your business? Look at you. Look at your life. Look where you're at. Appreciate those things. Appreciate tripping over yourself, falling on your face, getting back up and going, man, that was good. Let me embrace the suck of that and let me do something about it to move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're all about, what you've done since you were yes. a young kid. Exactly. That's the only way you can learn. And if you, if you break it down to the most basic skills that we have in our lives, we didn't come out of the womb jumping out of airplanes, right? We came out. <laughs> I wish. Swaddled. Yeah. yeah, I know you do. <laughs> we came. I, I figured I'd throw that in there and it would that was catch good. You. That was good. Yeah. But we came out swaddled in a blanket. And as we right. grew and our, our bodies evolved, mm. we started to move a little bit and we figured out how to roll over. And then we able pull, pulled ourselves up or we army crawled for a bit. But yep. it was this slow progression to the point to where you're walking and then running and then maybe doing some incredible things. But right. that takes time, that takes patience, and it takes dedication. And you'll never know how to get to that next step unless you fuck up the one before it. Right. And, it, right. and it's amazing to me how we, we live in a world where that mindset gets lost on so many people with everything they do. Everything that's led up to whatever they're doing in the business world has required patience. It's required putting in the practice swings, you know, as a lifelong golfer, I've just become yeah. so accustomed yeah. to practice swings in that field. I know I'm going to need to do it everywhere else, but right. everybody wants to start their own business. And they think that, well, once I do that, I'm going to be at the top of the world. I'm going to start a podcast and the whole world is going to show up and listen to what I have to say. Yeah. No, that's a fantasy world. And I'm you're going to be very disappointed. $30,000 on a website because I have an idea yeah. <laughs> instead right. of understanding what message, who the hell am I? And right. what, what, what right do I have to go out and do anything to, for anybody else? And that's the, unfortunately right. it's like, you know, people that are coaches and consultants, et cetera, they have value, but they themselves are always going, well, yeah, but I'm always on this journey of chasing, you know, what's next and chasing success versus just experiencing it on a daily basis and recognizing every day is success if you allow it to be. And it's, yeah. it's huge. It's, your analogy or your even the explanation of coming out of the womb is so key to recognize that the we are we're swaddled right out of the out of the womb and we have to learn how to be uncomfortable we yes. have to recognize as we grow into that and one of the things that popped up for me when you said skydiving was there's so many people in my sport that want to be swoopers they want to be these canopy pilots that fly really fast small canopies and they want to look cool because it looks cool people doing crazy stuff like that and I did a, a, de a demonstration jump over Sedona Airport last weekend with a buddy of mine who is a pro uh, demo jumper, does, does a bunch of stuff over like the USS Midway, travels the country. And one of the things we talked about in our preparation before going up was how jumping is a perishable skill. And if you don't stay consistent with it, if you don't face all the nuances and the different types of fears that will arise as you learn to progress and become better at your sport, you'll lose it and you can get hurt. And that's, I think, People should hear that and take that away that both Jason and I are talking about, whereas the consistency, the patience, perseverance, that is where skill becomes masterful. And that's where you experience your own evolution or your own success instead of trying to just get somewhere else faster because you don't like the way the current situation feels for you. Yeah. You know how much you miss when you're going too fast? Everything. So much. Think about, again... To, make, to put it in the stupidest of terms, think about driving down the highway. If you're going 112, you're going to miss your exit. 
Right. So you have to slow down and appreciate everything that's coming your way. And like I said, that's a very stupid analogy, but at the same time, there's some sense to it because simplicity is great. Yeah. Simplicity is great. I love it. I mean, you know, you know who Jocko Willink is, obviously. I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. he's a, I was listening to one of his speeches. I met Jocko years ago at an event and we had a conversation about the military, but, um, he had this speech. He was speaking to the uh, Na- Pennsylvania National Guard, and he was out out front of a Humvee of this uh, group of army soldiers he actually served with in Ramadi in Iraq. And I remember he says, well, "The more something sucks, the more I like it. The mm-hmm. more I like it, I embrace it because it's going to make me better. It's going to yeah. make me stronger. It's going to make me faster. But it's going to do it the right way. And every day, the military, especially the military, we are we are trained to embrace the suck, recognizing that it's about the environments." that challenge us the most, that scare us the most, that stretch our capacity mentally, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually. That's where why we become these elite soldiers, these elite combat veterans, we're able to do what we do. Translate that into the business world. That's what you recognize when you got fired. You're like, you know what? This is an environment, a moment that is is meant to stretch me, scare me, push me, ignite more of that, that power. I, I'm free to go explore what I have always possessed my entire life. And I want everyone here listening right now to to take a moment, take a sip of your damn drink and realize that if it's not scaring you, it's not going to stretch you. It's not going to give you what you really are looking for. And embracing that and just doing it anyway is going to be a huge jump. Go after it, sit in a loud bar, try a podcast, figure it out. To me, I love that you said all of that. That's huge. Those are great wise words to really take home with you is patience, perseverance, timing, but recognizing that this is where the real magic lies. This is where I become what I want to become, no matter what it is. I agree. Now, I feel that, you know, we live in a world where we we become so afraid of failure because we're not defining it the right way. I feel like I might be channeling some of your inner wisdom that I've picked up from you just listening to you on various podcasts, Wiley, but I feel like that's something that it it's a huge blight on the world right now is we look at failure as this negative thing, but we're not looking at it as saying like, when I got fired, I didn't look at it as a failure. I looked at it as I gained some great experience that I can parlay into my next endeavor. And everything that happened before that, there's always going to be nuggets of wisdom and little pieces of a skill set that you can combine into this amalgam of who you are and what you're going to become. And if you don't take the time to appreciate, even when it's shitty, that there was something good built within it, you're never going to learn. You're never going to grow. And you will constantly stay in that state of flux. And from there, that's boring as hell. If you ask me, it is. Hey, you know what? If you like your life to be a little bit more mundane, there's nothing wrong with that either. There is absolutely no judgment here. Jason and I are no, not at all. Share it with you. Like some wise words. I'll just consider for yourself. You want to find some more mm-hmm. peace in your life. You want to experience a little bit more success. Heed a little bit more of this and understand that if it really is an, an uncomfortable situation, consider the situation first before you reject it or try to walk away from it. Jason considered, yeah. he got, you know, unexpectedly let go of a company that he was bettering. That to anybody goes, what was me in that moment? Mm-hmm. Instead, you were like, I'm going to embrace the fact that, well, this sucks, but it kind of freed me a little bit to actually go after a little bit something different, what I really wanted. Let me see yeah. what I can do with that. That was the mindset I wanted, I wanted to unpack with you. And I'm glad that you went there because- it's like, here's my mindset in this moment. It's it, Failure is good. Quitting is not. 
So let me take the failure, or as I say, the acronym, being ex-military, we love these acronyms, F-A-I-L, fail, finding answers in life. I'm going to take the answers I just figured out in this moment that was forced upon me. I'm going to recognize that I needed to get kicked like this to do something that I was meant to do and not be stuck in this rut of what I'm expected to do. Yeah. And I, I, full disclosure, I harbored some resentment for sure. Those people for a while. Of course. Yeah. And I think that's completely expected, but I didn't let it cloud my judgment. And when I made that decision to walk the path that I walk now, it came to a point where eventually I just had to say, you know what, what, what do you care now? Like this was probably a good thing. It may not have looked like it on the surface and it probably hurt, but would this path be as forged as it is today? If I was still there, were it not Probably for not, that experience because I, you had, yeah. I, thinking about had employment still continued, I would have had all that ex extra responsibility. Maybe I would have been given an official promotion. Who knows? But it would have taken time away from where my true passion lied. Right. And getting the opportunity to actually explore that and and cultivate it and 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 make pivots and transitions as I went, I should be thanking them for sure. giving me that opportunity and putting some extra clarity into my world, even if it didn't look clear in that moment. Let's take a, a pause there is you went from having a little bit of that resent to recognizing, wait a minute, this is a blessing. This is a gift. Yeah. I had a conversation the other day about that very thing with, uh, when it comes to mental health, seeing people with ADD, ADHD, et cetera, this gentleman, an unbelievably successful guy, recognize that maybe I don't have a mental disability. Maybe I have mental abilities. How can we recognize the holistic nature of what we are brought into this world, how we were built and what our experiences are. We constantly compare ourselves to other people. We want to be like the Navy SEAL, the Army Ranger, the, the skydiver, the podcast architect, instead of recognizing that the, we are all here in our own element to then provide value holistically so that everyone else can walk a path for themselves and take these wise words and implement them as necessary for their life instead of trying to emulate to a like a T for it. So it's it's unbelievably important to recognize that we're built differently. We have different capacities, but these experiences are blessings. If we can appreciate them, e even death in life can be a blessing. If you look at why did this show up, it goes right back to what you said in the beginning of our conversation, brother, and that is timing. Consider the timing of why I tell clients that all the time. I work with very few people per year. It's very intense, life-altering stuff that I, I do for them, but I tell them when we meet, when we're, I'm referred is, my work is all about timing. I'm going to calibrate with you. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to connect. We're going to build this relationship before I even feel like you're even ready to do this because I know what's going to happen the moment we really get after it. It's all in the right timing, and I can appreciate when people show up in my life, I may not like it. Maybe consider the timing of why that person's there in this very moment. And let me see if I can pull value, gold, wise words from this experience and conversation that can be implemented into what I'm already doing for myself. And then I'm going to become even more elite in my own life the way that I see fit. And then, then the byproducts of that are those successes that you get to cherish, celebrate, and share with the world. Yeah, I could not agree with that thought process and that mindset more because I feel like we are... You can call it preconditioning, predisposal, but we are constantly in this state of looking at negative first. Yeah. And I think when that starts bleeding into everything we do, we cost ourselves opportunities at every juncture, in every facet. 
And you, start- you, yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I, no, I, you and I have talked about this too briefly, but it's conversation and communication. You are doing what yes. you do for, for the medium of communication here. Here's, mm-hmm. here's a wise thought. <laughs> it's like, People don't spend enough time slowing down their own thought process when they're faced with stimuli that feels or seems negative, that comes across as intense, challenging, Mm -hmm. scary, et cetera. And they react to it instantly. There's no space in between for them to consider their response to that moment. And then what they don't do is they don't have conversation to find solution, to figure out steps, to, to discover what's actually good for them in this moment. You are all about that. I'm all about that is... yeah. You can have a heated moment with a friend, a family member, a client, a person out in the world. It's okay. Can you embrace the heated moment as just part of human beings interacting with each other and recognizing that if I don't like something you said or did, I'm going to confront it head on and I'm going to say, hey, and I'm going to do it in a very tactful but very balanced way. I'm going to address it. I'm going to have a little bit of my own feeling in it like peppered in because you don't want your feelings to overcharge the situation, but pepper it in holistically and just confront it and have the conversation and we will find common ground so we can continue our relationship. It's so such yes. a cancel culture nowadays. People <laughs> are so afraid to confront things and just have real conversation like this. Pour a glass yep. of damn whiskey, sit down together, rap about it, beat each other up, and then get to a solution so we can consistently grow together and keep yeah. evolving our, our the evolution of our, our society as a whole. That's what I, I took away from that, even that point you just made. Amen. Amen, brother. And I'll tell you, I mean, I can give you a perfect example from that job I got let go from. Like I said, when I interviewed, they told me what was in front of me. So I appreciated that. So I came in once my training was done. I think I might have been I I can't remember the timeline on this, but all I remember is one of my first weeks in the office. One of these people that had some cushy deal that the past manager who had gotten let go had made for him that needed fixed. He was coming in that day. I said, great, this is a perfect opportunity for me to introduce myself and figure out what we need to do to fix this. Right, and the other people were yeah. looking at me like, you're, you're going to go talk to him already? Like, well, yeah, why prolong the inevitable? Well, you just started. Do you know enough about what you're talking about? I'm like, it's not about what I know. It's about making a connection with this person and finding By that common ground that you just mentioned, Wiley. We, we have to figure something yeah. out here. Unless you want this yeah. guy to keep paying way under what he's supposed to, which affects all right. of our numbers. I'm going to go have a conversation with him and figure things out. Was it the easiest conversation in the world? No, but that guy respected me because I was completely transparent and told him what was going on and what we needed to do. And I was going to make it work for him. And we did. And it all worked out. And that's my thought immediately was I have a bunch of people around me that are afraid to do this. And this is a basic, simple conversation. I think we have to start with the fundamentals and then we'll build from there. And that's what I did. Absolutely. And, I, and we're getting close to the end and a few minutes left. I, I want to make sure that we wrap up here uh, with really good thought processes and wise words for people to take home with them. But your leadership, you embraced your own version of leadership and you stepped towards something that might've been very uncomfortable despite and said, I, if I don't say something, what are the outcomes and results without saying a word? If I yeah. confront it head on, Regardless of what the outcome is, something will in fact change. I don't know what that's going to look like. All I need to, all I know is that if I don't do it, it's going to be worse off than it would be if I would do it. And, and everyone needs to take consideration into those wise words is maybe it's time for you to start small. Go have that conversation with that family member, that friend that feels uncomfortable, confront that head on, 
understand the timing of when you feel like I really want to tell this person X, go do it in that moment. Embrace whatever the response is. Recognize that at least you doing so moves the energy and allows things to start to evolve, regardless of maybe you have to have four or five more conversations about that topic. You at least mm -hmm. did it. You stepped towards it. So huge takeaway right there. I think it was, that was very wise of you to share is like, I was willing to be the leader in this moment. And I have a friend that did that too in his company. He said, I didn't need to say anything, but I did because as a manager, I needed to go tell him this is not going to work. Our new website's going to fall apart. I'm telling you, it's going to, it's going to happen. They're like, why did you say that? He goes, well, who's going to do it? Me, I'm the leader. I'm supposed to go do it. And it worked out It ended up working out. And they actually look at you and go, man, I like that guy's attitude. Maybe I need to give him more responsibility, pay him more money, allow him more freedom, et cetera. So let's, um, let's do this. What other wise words do you have in the, this last minute to share with people that are hanging out with us right now, based on our conversation they they absolutely should consider if, if they're going to experience more of that personal peace and freedom with their own successes. It's a word that you mentioned earlier when you were rattling off some of the good qualities that I bring to the table. And it's one of the main pillars of my podcast, and it's authenticity. And you mentioned cancel culture. And we live in this world to where sometimes even trying to be authentic can get looked at as negative. But yeah. I look at it as the most positive thing that you have in your world. Your story is your story. And you should never be ashamed or discouraged to share what you've experienced in the past with anybody because it's you. And unless yeah. you're willing to be yourself, you're never going to make that true connection with people that you need to, in order to find your version and your definition of success. So I challenge anyone sharing a glass of whiskey with us today, Wiley, just listening to our conversation. If they're in the car, I hope they're not drinking a glass of whiskey. Yeah, Save that for when they get home. <laughs> but no, you never know, man. <laughs> I know. I'm, I know we anyway, don't want to encourage that. We on don't this want podcast, that at all. But, no, it's not encouraged, but go ahead. But, but I challenge anybody listening to us today to really look deep within and ask yourself if you are bringing that authentic story to the forefront, because that authenticity will resonate with the right people. Right. And if you're trying to captivate the world, that's difficult because everybody is wired differently. But if your authentic story is presented in a way that people can listen to it, they can find a little bit of themselves in that story. They're going to resonate with what you have to say. The right people are going to come to you. And whether it's a question of just listening to the content you produce or watching the content you produce or putting money in your pocket because you can truly deliver a transformation to their world authenticity is going to be the driving force that makes all of that happen. So if you're yes. listening to this today, the biggest takeaway I can say, other than all the other great words we've shared throughout this conversation, Wiley, be authentic, use that authenticity to your advantage and have your story be what represents you in the world. Right. And we can go for hours and I hope we do this again. Absolutely. would love to do it yes, again, sir. but I'm going to peel this even further for you. What you just said, the adult authenticity should stimulate polarization. Do not be absolutely afraid to be polarizing in the world. It's right. it's we have this unfortunate self-assessment that I need to make everybody like me or I need to not look bad in front of the eyes of others. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being polarizing because if you stay true to the authenticity of who you really are, understanding and valuing and loving yourself for who you are, like the right, like you said, that the right group is going to come to you and that's all that matters. That's what you're meant to right. impact and affect. Go after that and you will see how life becomes so much more 
ease at ease, more peaceful, mm-hmm. more prosperous, et cetera. So that is my last thought, uh, piggybacking on what you said, Jason, where can people that are hanging out with us, hang out with you, connect with you. Hell, if they want to start their own podcast in a loud bar, where can they find you to do so? <laughs> Well, come talk to me first so I can tell you why that's not the way to go. And then I'll exactly. Point in the right direction. <laughs> and you can find me at jasoncircone.com. I make it very simple for everybody. I've got a lot of free resources that you can tap into there. But ultimately, my goal is to provide you with a little bit of therapy. And podcast yeah, therapy is sort of my new direction. And I want to talk to you about what you can do to really excel in this world. And I think my take on it is a little bit different than what most quote unquote gurus will tell you because I get into the bare bones of the fundamentals and I want you to understand why that's important. So I welcome a conversation with anybody and you can find me at jasoncircone.com to make that happen. Well, all of that will be available to everybody that's listening today as well, brother. Again, we could go on and on. One last toast to you. Thank you so much for joining me today, brother. It's been a pleasure, as always, chatting with you. I look forward to uh, when we can continue it. Slancha. Slancha. Wiley, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's great to connect with you in this capacity. I know we we met via the podcast platform. You were guest one on Evolution of Brands. So I've been... It was a good time. Loved everything you had to say in that conversation. I'm glad we've got to cultivate a good friendship since then and appreciate the opportunity yeah, to talk here, with you today. Here's to you, brother. Thank you so much for being you here. Too. We'll talk again soon. Yes, sir. For those of you hanging out with us, I appreciate that as well. And enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers. For those listening today, thanks for hanging out with us. If you're digging what you're hearing, don't forget to give that subscribe button a tap and make sure you rate and review the show. Catch you all on the next conversation. Cheers. Cheers.